in a world where bubbles and bath and face mask and skincare and beauty and makeup and spending all your money is the best form of self-care. There is one woman who is tired of the bull. Well, you know where I'm going with that. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Babe is a Beast. I am your host, Sydney Sid, Sydney Ray, whatever you want to call me, I'm your host. And that one woman, yeah, it's definitely me who's tired of the BS. Today, can tell, talking about self-care and the gimmick that it's become. Now, I say this because I do not believe that bubble baths and face masks and beauty and skincare cannot be therapeutic in a way, like retail therapy can be therapeutic in a way. Not for the bank account, but, you know, it, it, it can be therapeutic and also can be dangerous. Because you get in a financial hole and then you're more upset than you started out with. Yeah. But I'm mostly talking about all these companies all of a sudden who now care about their customers' well-being as far as self-care. I'm not saying it's all companies, but there's just a nice influx of them. Has anybody else noticed that? Is it just me? Where it seems like everybody's like, oh, you need to self-care? Here's a face mask. Here's some bubble bath. Here's some bath salts. Here's some skin care. Here's this. Treat yourself, girl. Here's some money to go spend, well, here's a gift card to go spend some money, which is not a bad thing. Who doesn't like a good gift card? But it just seems like everything is about spending money and everybody's forgetting the self-care you don't actually have to spend money for. You can. There's nothing wrong with treating yourself every now and then. But when it comes to habit and you're spending more than you're actually making or that you know your budget actually allows, it becomes a bit of a problem. And it's kind of what we're here to talk about is the other side, the other coping mechanisms, and why, you know, besides financial debt, why self-care getting kind of gimmicky nowadays is a little or a lot of dangerous. So hold on to your pants, hold on to something, because I'm about to snatch some measures today. And no, I'm not sorry about it. So I think I mentioned this in the last episode. Or I've at least mentioned it before about how I've been talking to so many people lately who are like, I tell them there's, you know, they're talking about the self care and they're like, all I see is like bubble bath and this and this. And it's like, it makes me feel like the self care that I'm trying to do, like I'm not doing it right or that like there's only one way. And I'm so sick of it because as somebody who has been in this wellness game for six years and literally the amount of times I've watched this happen where people just all of a sudden care about like one particular thing and it like blows up and is influx and then everybody stops caring about it when it's a really important thing is obnoxious and annoying. And you're like, so why haven't you done anything? I'm working on it. Taking me a little bit longer than it should be. I know, but I'm working on it. And I, over the last few years, probably I've watched as more and more people, I'm not knocking parks and rec. I love it have taken the treat yourself mentality, but it's like treating yourself to vacations and treating yourself to expensive things and designer bags and watches and just inexpensive meals. And like I said, I'm not knocking treating yourself every now and then because you should date yourself and you should be able to take yourself to nice places and go on a vacation. But when we 
constantly feed this to people and feed this to young people, especially who are very impressionable that the best way to self-care is to do bubble baths and do your makeup and do skincare and go to the gym, which I'm not knocking that either. Like that's healthy, but there's not one way to self-care. And I have to say this because think it was Danny and Daisy LA, Danny Nagel, she was posting how like people, you know, always tell her like yoga is good for you and stuff like that. But she skipped yoga one night um, at her other business, Biz Babes, because she was, she was exhausted. She'd been like running around and she was like, well, I'm going to go home and have a beer and that's how I'm going to self-care. Now I'm not saying alcohol is a great way to self-care. I'm not saying that. Sometimes you do just want to drink and like, I'm not promoting alcoholism here. Not at all. But what I appreciate about Danny is that she took the time to say, you know what? Yoga's not for me. That's not how I need self-care. I really just need to relax at home. That's essentially what she was saying. Yeah, she grabbed a beer, but like she wanted to spend time at home with her pup and her boyfriend and just relax and not, she doesn't enjoy yoga. To be honest, I think, I believe that's what she said. She's like, I really don't enjoy yoga. Like I don't like it. And if if you don't love somebody, something, you're trying to force yourself to self-care, like, are you really self-caring by doing that? I'll be honest with you. At this point in time, I don't remember the last time I did yoga and, like, thoroughly enjoyed it and wasn't constantly thinking, you need to relax, you need to relax, you need to self-care, you need to self-care, and feeling guilty for not doing yoga. And I feel like I had to step away from yoga because I was feeling that way. I was putting so much pressure on myself to be relaxed and be zen and be serene and, like, self-care in yoga that I was not self-caring because I was pressuring myself to enjoy this. Like, you should love this. You should enjoy this. You used to. Why are you not doing it now? Don't get me wrong. I'm totally going to get back on my yoga game, but I think I had to step away from using it as self-care when I have a different motive behind it now. I'm not saying it's not for self-care, but it's more of like a physical wellness when I do yoga now. And sometimes like I just need to be, I'm physically okay and I just mentally need to be okay. And sometimes yoga doesn't do that for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. I'm not really sorry that I'm not sorry at all, but I feel like that makes people feel better. And I know we need to stop doing that and stop apologizing. If anybody has watched the Barbie vlogs lately, has anybody seen that? Barbie talks about depression. She talks about, like, making jokes about people. Um, I just, if you have not watched them, go watch them and tell me that Barbie isn't, like, hella conscious and, like, why didn't I think of this? <laughs> but, you know, there's some really good points in there. And it, it just, it was funny that it was Barbie that it was, like, coming back to being a child. And, like, Barbie being one of the things that I, like, loved to play with was Barbies. I had, like, so many, so much Barbie stuff. And I, I realized, I was like, you know what? If Barbie is telling me that there's a problem, there's a problem. Um, and I realized... And I realized this before Barbie. I've realized this for a very long time. So many people are putting pressure on other people to self-care a certain way. I've always wanted to make sure with Dream on Youth that we were not doing that to you guys. That we were not doing that to our community to say, hey, if you're going to self-care, this is how you have to do it. Now, I will say, there is something that we do tell you to do because I honestly believe it. And it is that to self-care, you also need to be self-aware not saying sometimes you don't need to just like zen out and get out of it and get out of that mindset and kind of step away from the problem and like focus somewhere else. I'm not saying that. 
Sometimes that is the best thing you can do is just to step away from it so you can come back to it later. What I'm saying... I'm saying that you have to be aware that sometimes, and I talked about this in the last episode, sometimes you're going to be the toxic person in the group and you need to step away. I explained that, what I personally went through in realizing that I was a toxic person and it wasn't intentional. It was just the way that they made me feel. The way I reacted is I was toxic. And stepping away and being like, you know what, even now, even though I've grown, like, being back with certain groups of people, like, I become that toxic person again, and I do not want that. To self-care, I need to be very aware that these people make me feel this type of way, make me react this type of way. I don't need to be around them. I need to just not keep trying to connect with them. Point blank, period. Uh, Sometimes it's realizing, you know what, I have a... I'm lazy right now. I have a poor attitude. I need to get my mind right and not try to be around a million other people and distract myself. Like, I need to work on me instead of, like, trying to post all the time and trying to... And I, I really tried to do that, um, you know, in the last... this Pretty much this year has been a really big, like, I need to step away from social media and I need to step back and really focus on me. And I've been focusing on me for pretty much the first half of this year and... Goodness, I had a lot of work to do. It was all dismantling pride and, like, really taking care of my faith in the way that I practice my faith. Because, no, I do not practice it like everybody else. Do I believe in God? Yes. Do I believe in heaven? Yes. Do I believe love is love? Yes, I do. Do I believe... I don't know. There's so many things that people tell you. If you believe in this certain thing, you cannot believe in this certain thing. If you self-care this way, you can't do this also. People try to put you in a box. People are always going to try to put you in a box because it makes you makes them comfortable and it makes you smaller. Let me say that again. People are always going to try to put you in a box because it makes them comfortable and it makes you smaller. Because then they're like, well, I already know how you're going to be. You're predictable. I can, you know, well, I estimated you to be this way and I'm not underestimating you because you did exactly that. By... Listening to everybody else tell us how to self-care and how to be self-aware. I'm not saying like tips are not helpful because sometimes you don't know where to start. But sometimes there's going to come a time where you have to decide, okay, what route am I taking? What really benefits me right now? And you have to figure that out for yourself. Yes, I want to create courses and books and stuff like that on this because I feel like people don't know where to start with this. But that's the thing that you need to realize that, Yeah, it's going to take work and you're going to have to put in the effort and you have to decide that you are worth that effort when it comes to self-care because you are. If it takes you deleting Twitter and Facebook off of your phone so you can't get on them, do that. If it takes you deleting all your social media off your phone for like a week or two, do that. If it takes you reading more books or listening to more books, do that. If it takes you finding another job, do that. I realize that I was any environment as an empathetic person I take on people's emotions it is not intentional and I took the quiz that Elaine um who used to be the editor of Team Vogue I can never say her last name so I don't even try because <laughs> I don't want to say her wrong <laughs> but um she she talked about like she took a quiz on like how much of an empath she was and it says like if you score over 40 something like you're on the higher end of the scale and I think I like scored like where I was like two points from being like a hundred percent empath yeah yeah on that scale 
that's how I am. I take on other people's emotions. Like people always think I'm so sweet and I'm so like this and so that. But what I had to realize was self-care and I talked to my boyfriend about this because of like the things that we've both been going through over the last year. Um, and I told him like we had an honest conversation and I'm going to put all the business out in the air, but it was just a conversation of like, we can't be so negative around each other because, because I feed off of that energy. Like, um, when we're talking about certain things and certain things in the world and certain things that are happening in our lives, like, and he did, he did really well this week. And I told him that I was like, you know, like you didn't bring this up until, you know, this point. And I was like, no, I just wanted to say like, you didn't bring it up. Like I realized, and he was like, well, I need to do it for me and for you too. And so sometimes self-care is having that conversation. It's not an easy conversation. It makes you, it's going to make you feel like crap probably at the first part. Cause you're like, I don't want to tell them that they can't talk about this thing. Cause they're trying to vent. Like, I feel like a, you know what <laughs> saying that, but sometimes you can't like, it just is toxic for your mental state because of the place you're at, you're not strong enough to handle that. Sometimes you're not going to be the strongest person in the room and you're not gonna be able to strong, be strong for the people that you care about. And sometimes you have to be okay with that. Not necessarily okay forever, but be like, okay, like I can't really help you if I can't help myself right now. So I need to step back and help myself and we need to take a break. And I told him that at one point I was like, you know what? Like I just need, cause I had like an entire meltdown. It was like a month or two ago. And I was like, I just need to weaken to myself. Cause he's like, do you want me to come over? Do you want me? And I was like, no, I was like, I need to take care of this myself. I was like, I will see you, but it's not going to be anytime soon. I just, and sometimes like, if you don't have a partner like that, if you don't have somebody, when you have an honest conversation with somebody, whether it's a friend, whether it's parents, whatever, whoever, whomever it is, and they don't like support you in that still step away and take care of yourself because you can't help them. You can't help anybody else until you help yourself. And I, I wrote a post on this, not on necessarily like having a conversation with somebody because that's still something that I am having issues with besides my family and like my best friends. And like, like I'm just having an issue having that conversation because these are people that I care about and adore and love. And I don't want my parents and my best friends to feel like, oh my gosh, like you won't talk to us. Like you must not trust us. And it's not that it's just like, I can't even have these conversations with myself. (laughs) and be honest and I like barely can have them with a god let alone like like again myself so like having them with you is a whole other like ball game and a problem (laughs) but I wrote a post on dreaming youth and I talk about finding healthy coping mechanisms and it's a self-worth Wednesday post so you can expect it on a Wednesday and I talk about self-care is turning into a gimmick and coping mechanisms are starting to look a lot more like spending money and I said do not get me wrong I love that the mental health conversation is becoming louder but I'm worried and everywhere I turn there are get your bath bombs for self-care Sunday or I'm face masking today for self-care self-care excuse me and no I'm not knocking these as coping mechanisms skin care and pampering yourself as valid however the problem is when these are the only coping mechanisms being thrown out there as normal acceptable and the best essentially the this is how you know you're doing self-care right and I have a problem with that and I literally put in big letters pause hold the phone nope (laughs) because there are tons of healthy coping mechanisms out there they're all perfectly normal like going to see a therapist because sometimes you can't do this on your own like I said I have to have faith like I have to believe in something higher than me because I would not make it otherwise like I've thought about a therapist before I can't really afford it right now and so I'm like okay you know what like what is something that has helped me over the last six years while I've been doing Germany God has been a constant so I turn to God 
And that's not, that's the only reason I turn to God. That's like a personal thing. But, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons. Um, enjoying a hobby you love and maybe doing it with friends who enjoy it too. That can be a form of self-care. You don't have to self-care alone. It sounds weird because you're like, but it's self-care. But I tell my best friends all the time, I'm like, well, we're going to go do this. Or we're going to go enjoy this because we deserve it. <laughs> we That's the treat yourself mentality. But sometimes you want to treat yourself with your friends because you know they, they're like you. They don't care take care of themselves the way that you think they should take care of themselves and love themselves and appreciate themselves and cherish themselves I treat my boyfriend the same way I'm like oh no this is what we're doing because no you're not doing this you need to self care he, he, by now I feel like he's just like okay whatever you say dear <laughs> and I don't want to go through all the ones that I mentioned because I do mention like making art making an absolute mess because that's how you're feeling. And I don't mean like messing up your room. I mean like when you have a can a blank canvas in front of you or a blank piece of paper and you just make a whole entire mess with paint or markers or something. Or you can use or you can color in a coloring book. Like the idea is if you want to make a mess and you want to color it some crazy thing or you want to paint all this stuff, like I've done that. I did that a few years ago. That was my thing was like painting and I I feel like I can't paint worth a lick, but it felt good and it felt like I was self-caring and I was out of, I was focusing on something else and creating something. When I had no idea what I was creating, I was just like, well, this seems like a good idea. So let's do this. <laughs> I was winging it and it worked. And I think we need to realize sometimes there are going to be things that you're like, I don't know about this, like painting or like maybe you're like, well, I heard running was good. Let me try running. I'm not saying that's therapeutic for everybody or self-care for everybody because some people are just like, no. <laughs> Or let me read a book and turn everything off. Let me listen to some music, buy some candlelight and just like vibe out. Let me just, there are so, there are too many things in this world that people can enjoy. People can love. Like you can love gardening. Like I believe, I honestly believe that was one of my mom's forms of self-care as I was growing up was her being in her garden. She still gets in her garden and sometimes she'll complain about this work, but I've I still have not seen her stop gardening altogether. Like, she may not do it as often as she used to because she didn't have the time. But I really honestly believe that's where I got my green thumb from and my love of plants and nature and being outside is my mother because she loves plants and nature and being outside. Like, that's something we've bonded over as I've grown up, and I love it. Um, and, you know, self-care is really for everyone, no matter your age, no matter what you've gone through, no matter how much money you have, no matter the job you have now, money, no matter how many friends you have now or lack thereof, no, no matter if you're single, married, divorced, have a kid, don't have a kid, can't have a kid. Like, it doesn't matter. Self-care is for everyone and self-care, the self-care routine is going to change with every season that you grow, of course. Self-care is not going to be the same every season some things may be similar but it may not always be the same as far as like maybe what you're practicing or like what you're into or what you're actually enjoying in that season but we have to stop being like this is my self-care routine and I have to stick to it and I can never change it and I can never go outside of this box for myself and to have people be like well this is the only way you can self-care and this is good for you and this is how you should do it this is how you should self-care and then sticking to that because we will be miserable trying to do everything for everybody else and trying to keep ourselves in a box we will be miserable and that is the problem with self-care being a gimmick is it's making people miserable and nobody realizes it. And so I leave you with that thought. Think about it the next time you see a self-care post. Is it 
and I'm not saying everybody's going to be a gimmick and everybody that talks about, like I said, the things that they talk about, like bubble bath and face masks, like maybe that's just their form of self-care right now. That's not a problem. But ask yourself when you see certain things, when you buy, when you're buying certain things, is this really bringing me joy? Is this really therapy for me? Or am I like trying to escape? Because a lot of times what retail therapy and spending all this money is, it's escapism. And it's us running away from something. And a lot of us will not come to terms with what we're running away from. We will not face facts. And we will continue to run until somebody says, hey, like, I see what you're running from. But I'm telling you to turn around and look at what's behind you. Because what you're running from, it's, it's not as scary as you're making it out to be. You're making it worse by running from it and, and re- thinking that you're not worth the effort to put in to fix whatever it is. Like, face it. It may take time for you to slow down, to walk, to eventually turn around and stand there and face whatever it is, but it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth the effort. It's going to be worth the time and the energy. It will be worth it. Just be conscious at this point. Be conscious of what you're taking in, what you're feeding to other people when you're telling them to self-care because, again, not everybody's going to think the same way. You can be like, well, I suggest, but that's not telling somebody, well, I think you should do this, this, and this. And that's what, that's just how I feel. It should be, I suggest this, but hey, it may not work for you. Let me know if it does, because I'd like, like to know if it does. Be okay with that. If somebody's like, well, that didn't work for me. I've tried that before. Because you're not going to always have the answers. You're not going to always be able to be there for people who need somebody. And you may not be that person to be able to be there for them. They may need to go to somebody else. And that is okay. That's part part of being self-care and self-awareness too. Is sometimes you're not going to be the person, the hero, quote-unquote. Sometimes you're not. You can be a hero for yourself though. You can take the time to really figure out how am I going to self-care? How am I going to spread this message of what self-care really is? And make sure that, you know, everybody that I love is taken care of and everybody I care about is taken care of in a way that doesn't also jeopardize my wellness. But I'm leaving you with that on this beautiful Sunday. Go enjoy some form of self-care. Let me know what it is. Tweet me, Instagram, DM me, whatever you want to do. You know how to hit me up. At it's Sydney Ray. Thanks so much, guys. Bye.